0: welcome back to weekly orbit um this is our fifth episode which is kind of crazy to think about um my name is serena i'm your host and i'm also editor-in-chief of the sputnik and i'm here with jeremy our photography editor hi jeremy hi how are you (laughs) i'm frazzled how are you
1: (laughs) i'm doing pretty good i'm surviving
0: that's good um Before we get into like our regular show business, I like to start by asking, what is one thing that has been concerning you lately?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I would have to say just the amount of work I have to do yet. Like I'm looking, we only have like, what, three weeks left of the semester. And just in Mm -hmm. that time, there's so much I have to do. So that's been a concern. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> it's a pressing concern. Um, my concern this week is that it's very personal, but apparently no matter <laughs> how much time I give myself to prepare for things, I will still forget something and that oh. will cause me to be late. <laughs> mm. That is concerning yeah. because why? What's going on? I need like a checklist before I leave the house.
1: Yeah, I try to put out checklists, checklist, but it never works. I always just forget something on the checklist. So exactly. it kind of works against me.
0: Exactly. It's terrible. Um, And then what is one thing that's made you happy or laugh recently?
1: This is sort of like a mixed feeling one. The snow at first made me happy, like really happy, because I just looked outside and I'm like, I really like this. It's giving off a Christmas vibe. But then like the, the snow continued. And then it was like day after day of just like cold and snow. And then it kind of switched to not a happy feeling. But at first it was a happy feeling. So
0: that's always the problem. The snow continues. Like it's cute at first, but I don't like it anymore. Um, I'm glad because it's like, I don't know, at least here it was like it snowed at night. And then it would like, by the time I needed to leave my house, it was like melted. So I'm okay with that. But I just know it's going to like ramp up. It's going to get worse.
1: Yeah, that's true. Oh, I can't even think about having to scrape snow off my car in the winter. Oh, man.
0: It's actually terrible. Like winter is just bad. My car is not reliable. Um, It doesn't start on a regular basis. So like Mm. I feel like if I don't start it like every single day, it's just going to die. Um, and that's not good. I'm away from home. Like my dad's not here to help me. (laughs) I'm fending for myself.
1: Yeah. I had it once where I got like stranded in the middle of nowhere. Like I was coming back from snowboarding in Collingwood, middle of nowhere. I got stranded. My car broke down. I was waiting. I couldn't have my car running because the car had like the flashing engine light, which is like, you can't have your car running then. So I was just stranded, freezing cold. It was like 2am in the morning waiting for CAA to show up. It was bad. Mm-hmm. So at least you have that's, to AA. That's true. Yeah, I was really happy about that, but <laughs> still, I, I get flashbacks with that in the winter.
0: Yeah, honestly, like car troubles, it's just the worst. Anything to do with cars, like having to pay for anything to do with your car, I yeah. had to buy a new set of winter tires last year, and that was uh, that was really hard.
1: <laughs> mm, that's true. No, I've that's had not it. I've had three engines in my car this year, so that's. Yeah, I understand the whole engine trouble and car trouble. Oh me.
0: my goodness! Um, I've been in your car, but I don't remember what what kind of car. Wait, have I been in your car? I don't know. What kind of car do you drive?
1: It was a Hyundai Veloster. That
0: really it's doesn't. 2013.
1: Mean yeah. <laughs> it's 2013. Yeah, That's not good. The they had like a recall for the engine, so then they replaced the engine, and then the engine they put in was faulty. So, like, um, the head gaskets or whatever just started leaking. And apparently there was, like, oil and any other fluid that exists in my car just coming out of it. So, that was a fun time. So, basically, I haven't had my car all year. But crossing my fingers that it works now.
0: Oh, my gosh. You can't drive it right now.
1: Oh, no. It's good now. Okay, I, got it, okay. I got it back in, like, August. It's good now. Okay. Hopefully.
0: I feel like that happens often when there's a recall and then, like, they you bring it in to fix it and then it's like worse
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that's Um, true
0: um i just was laughing to myself because i'm pretty sure you're the first male guest we've had and i think that's so telling that we're like talking about cars right now because (laughs) 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 on the other episode they're talking about like one direction we're talking about nonsense basically but um car trouble yeah. yeah
1: gotta love it
0: uh, uh, yeah, I drive a Saturn Astra. Um, so they don't make them anymore. Mm. <laughs> um, so that's great. Every time you know you need something, it just actually doesn't exist anymore.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a struggle. I'm hoping,
0: um, um mommy and daddy will treat me with a new one, not a new Saturn Astra, um, and not um, even a new car, but a new to me car. Come graduation. Yeah. It's deserved, Ooh. I think.
1: Yeah, that's true. We we survived four years, so a car, yeah, that'd be nice. The
0: car has survived me four years. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I paid $2,500 for it.
1: Wow. Oh, that is impressive, yeah.
0: From my dad's friend. <laughs>
1: mm, nice.
0: And it actually needs an oil change right now, which is not great.
1: Yeah, mine needs an oil change too. I learned how to do an oil change, but whenever I do it, I feel like I mess up. So I just like I don't like doing it. Leave I it always, to the yeah, I always have my neighbor come over. I'm like, can you check if I did it right? And he always finds something wrong. So at this point, I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna keep trying.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I would just like go to Mister Lou, but then my dad would be like. They're not good or whatever, and I'm like, okay, but it's like they're cheap, they're fast. You just pull in, they do what they do, and you'd be like, go to my guy. And it's like, who the heck is your guy? Like, literally, who is that? <laughs> mm, <that's laughs> it's true. a random garage somewhere, and it's just <laughs> like a whole ordeal. I just hate it. Like, there needs to be like a one stop shop for car repairs, and I guess, like, no, that's not Mr. Boo, there needs to be like a Walmart for car repairs
1: yeah that'd be nice I always just go to the people in St. George here like they're just really good and I feel like they're like passionate about my car because it's just in the (laughs) shop so often so they've just got like this relationship with it at this point so yeah I like that they want to
0: see it succeed (laughs) yeah that's so funny um yeah wow. I'm trying to think of something that's made me happy or laugh lately um What the heck? Uh, I got my nails done. <laughs> <That's>... Oh, nice. <laughs> Thank you. That's so lame. Um, moving on. So, schoolwork is a concern for everybody. It's, it's mm. basically like crunch time right now. Um, and I wanted to do a little pre-exam season check-in. Uh, what program are you in again?
1: I'm in Law and Society
0: law and society and what what has that been like
1: it's been okay um (laughs) yeah the the thing with law and society is that most classes are assignment based so all the assignments are due around the end of the semester um so i have a really chill exam period i have like three assignments due in there i don't actually have any like genuine exams so that's going to be really chill. But it's these last few weeks of school that's always like crunch time and just like got to just like grind out everything. Um, so that's pretty stressful. And just like on top of that, all the other extracurriculars that are going on, i having to plan for that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll get through it. I survived three years. <laughs> I'm 100% going to survive another year so. Yeah. Um,
0: and then you just have one more semester.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, that's, that's crazy.
0: It is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, what are the assignments that you're working on right now? Very Ooh. academic.
1: So, oh, man, I've got a bunch of them. I have one. I have a cyber crime class that I have to create like a Wikipedia page for something. Uh,
0: cool. Um,
1: and that's going to be on like cyber policing and privacy. So that one's going to be pretty fun. It's just going to take a long time. It's due like next Monday. Um, So I got to fit that in somewhere. It's going to be interesting. I'm pretty excited to do it, but it's just a lot. Um, And yeah, I have a few other ones that are just like for my law and culture class and then a big final for my um, sentencing law class, uh, which I'm doing it on remorse and like, what remorse looks like in the criminal justice system and how the criminal justice system kind of like, um, kind of like thwarts remorse and kind of forces it upon people. Because if you show remorse, then, um, if you show remorse then you get like a lesser sentence typically right. so it kind of forces people for one to feel remorse but also to feel remorse in the way that the criminal justice system wants you to feel remorse
0: yeah so, oh my god that's so cool
1: yeah that's gonna be another really fun one but it's it's gonna be a big one too so that's gotta fit in somewhere um uh, and yeah also one for my capitalism class but that one's Man, I guess all my assignments are just really exciting because this one I get to just take something in like my life and then I got to like trace it to its origins and like figure out where it came from. So I will say like my computer and then I got to like hunt down where all the parts came from um, and kind of like tie that to capitalism and stuff like that. So. wow,
0: I didn't know um, that there was a capitalism. (laughs) class. yeah. That's crazy. I feel like um in my program I've only been able to take like one elective a year, basically. Oh wow! Which, yeah, it's um very restrictive, which is kind of weird because there's I feel like there's not even like a lot of required courses that are like just D M J courses. Like mm. there's a lot of crossover into um like user experience design and game design. Um I feel like something else, but I can't remember it. Um, but like not a lot of just DMJ courses, which is kind of weird considering we get no electives. So I feel like I really haven't had the chance to like explore. Um yeah. but the electives exactly. for this year I have more freedom. Um but the electives I've taken, they're just like online courses basically. And I feel like when it comes to assignments, um I don't know. I have a I have an interesting approach, I feel like what is your take? Do you like start weeks in advance and then like, oh, yeah. chip away at it? Really? I,
1: yeah. I typically like I typically finish it like a week or two in advance. And then I just completely <laughs> forget about it. I completely forget about it for that week and then like one or two days before it's due, I'll just read it over again, give it my revision, because that's basically me like reading it for the first right. time. Because by that time I have no idea what I wrote and it's like all fresh in my mind. Um, and then I revise it and then I hand it in. So it's a little bit lower stress of a way to do it because I don't have that last minute push, but mm-hmm. it requires a lot more planning and stuff. So
0: Yeah. Ideally, I mean, yeah, I feel like everybody wants to do that. But I feel like when I when it comes to it, I tend to do like maybe a week, we all start at the beginning of the week, on a good day, on a good, not a day, but, like, on a good assignment cycle, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's almost, like, if you just start it, that's my thing, just start it, like, if it's an essay, put your name in the header, do your cover page, find your sources, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, and then I feel like it kind of is, like, a formula, almost, like, everything kind of just, like, falls into place, but this semester i feel like i definitely have been like scrambling a little bit not even like yeah. in a bad way because i feel like i'm a fast writer so like if i have a 1500 word essay like i can do it in one day i can write it in one day mm-hmm. um that's fine but i yeah i've been like starting things day of and then i feel like it's just because i'm like oh my gosh i need to finish this right now and then you don't really get the chance to like look over it as much as you'd like to but luckily I tend to finish like in the after oh my gosh sorry I'm blinding you in the afternoon um so then like you do have that chance to come back to it but one of my classes the deadlines are like so far apart um that I have been able to like just do an assignment and leave it for like a whole week um but yeah okay. I don't really have that luxury anymore <laughs>
1: That's still a good approach though because yeah I I find that in the chances or in the times where I don't have the chance to do it like a week before then even just like doing that title page makes such a difference because then it's in your mind and you're still like thinking about it a little bit and then when you come back to it later you're all of a sudden like whoa I've got lots of ideas.
0: Yeah yeah that I feel like I also cycle between like I have so much time to do this. Like, I actually have no time to do this. And then I, like, freak out and start doing a bunch of stuff. I'm like, wait. Now that I have that done, I have so much time to do this. And then I wait (laughs) until the deadline. I'm like, no, I don't have any time anymore. You need to do it immediately. Um, There's a lot of flip-flopping.
1: I'm interested to hear when your, like, peak productive hours of the day are.
0: Oh, gosh. Um... i feel like i feel like between like 12 and 5 okay what are yours i feel like
1: i feel like it's like between 12 and like 11 at night because i always like (laughs) yeah i always like wake up in the morning like i wake up at around like 9 or 10 and then i'm like oh, I've got so much time. I've got all day. So then I just like sit there and I like take my morning really relaxed. And then 12 o'clock comes along and I'm like, wait, I still got a lot to do today. So then I just like start grinding really hard on all my work. And I just like go into full focus mode because then I'm just like stressed and I'm like, okay, I'm going to finish stuff. So then I just go in this like really long and like non-unceasing grind (laughs) period between that time And then I'm just, like, exhausted by the end of the day. And then I watch a few Netflix shows, and then that's bedtime. You don't
0: just go to sleep?
1: No, I go to sleep at, like, 1 usually.
0: Oh, my gosh. Do you eat lunch and dinner in that time?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, lunch is a little, like, usually not lunch, but, like, dinner, yeah.
0: Okay. Um, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like – because normally – I I'll go into the office to do work and because I just like get out of the house, you know. Um but I feel like once it starts getting dark, I'm like I need to leave and then mm-hmm. I I don't know. I may like come home and like passively be doing stuff. Um, but I'm not really like sitting at my desk like pumping out essays. Right after yeah. that. I feel like i don't know i feel like it's a very short window but i feel like i'm very productive somehow i'm i feel like i always have like a list of things to do um and even though like throughout the day i feel like i haven't achieved it at all but then at the end i'm like no i did do quite a few things today even if they're like basic things like going to get groceries because i need that (laughs) that's true yeah
1: yeah Those are my favorite things to do. That's like, you know what? I'm still being productive, and I gotta do it. But like, it's a little, it's a little more fun.
0: Yeah, a bit of a break, bit of a break. Yeah, I got to go to Walmart to get um paper towels today. I just bit my tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, yeah, but DMJ is kind of the same in the sense that it's like a lot of assignments. I think I have one exam, but I do believe it's a take-home exam. I hope it's a take-home exam. Um, mm. and that is in crimes against humanity it's
1: okay. a serious
0: course yeah, <laughs> that, that is, is a serious is... course oh my gosh
1: i can imagine yeah
0: intense i feel like i saw tiktok like so long ago um and it was, someone was talking about i don't know how like wondering why they're like so depressed and not that i'm depressed but like have this take on the world and such and then they they're like logging into class to read about all the atrocities that have happened in the world oh i feel that yeah when we go read a 60 page chapter on the one in genocide yeah so fun
1: oh i get that sometimes too just coming home from some classes and i'm like wow that's that's like a lot that i just took in
0: yeah that's 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 a lot of
1: depressing content the world is terrible <laughs>
0: this is not good <laughs> i don't like what i'm reading right now <laughs> um oh my gosh yeah i'm in a capstone capstone course do other programs have that
1: i think so but law and society does not
0: okay because like i don't even really know what that means i just know like that in it and Basically, for me, that means that I'm working on, like, one story, basically, for the whole year um, in this. So, it's, like, a two-part. I'm in part one right now, and then part two is next semester. Mm. Um, so, yeah, basically, I've been doing, like, a lot of research and interviewing and, like, writing of the article, but the, like, finished product is not actually due this semester. It's due next semester. And then we'll spend the rest of the time, like, working on, uh, like, an audio piece to go with it, because we're supposed to, like, record all of our interviews on uh, this software, actually. So, oh, yeah, nice. that's what I've been up to.
1: That's exciting. Wow.
0: It is. Um, It's different. I like that it's, like, I'm going to have, like, a finished product, you know, like, because mm-hmm. you write all those essays, and it's, like, what am I going to do with that, actually? But this is like something that my instructor says I could freelance to like new publications. So. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: productive. Mm -hmm. It is a very productive course actually. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, I'm I'm in like a similar thing to that. Uh, Laurier has this program called like the um, undergraduate research apprenticeship program where basically you just like do your own research project with a prof. That's like your uh, guide and he just like helps you along the process. So I'm doing a research project through that and that counts as a credit. Um, And Mm. that's kind of, I guess, a similar thing in the sense where like I'm actually getting something that I hope to get published out of it. So like that's a lot, seems a lot more productive than a lot of the essays I do in this class because this paper has like a purpose and it's going to like go out to the world. And possibly yeah. be read by a lot of people. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I look back and like think about all the assignments that I've done <laughs> over the course of my three and a half years here. And I'm like, I literally don't even remember that. Like, I yeah. was actually in a dissociative state when I wrote that. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know what I was doing. I didn't retain any of that information. I just needed to be done with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Well, uh, that's just the way it is, but yeah, yeah no, this so. one this one is fun. It's on. Oh god, it's, it's so like so wordy. Pre apprenticeship programs as a solution to labor shortage issues in the skilled trades.
1: I think I I think I got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. So yeah, I've been interviewing like a lot of trades people i don't know anything Mm -hmm. about the trades i don't anything know anything about um labor issues but i find myself drawn to the area like last year i know one of the assignments that i do remember um was also about the labor shortage we're always in a labor shortage
1: that's true yeah
0: where is the labor
1: yeah (laughs) i know Yeah, because my uncles are in like construction and they're always talking about that. They're like, you know what, like the people he's like, there's always a labor shortage. And the people who do come and like apply are just not good workers at all like they always have like restrictions yeah they're like like my limitation is i won't lift anything and it's like you're in construction so you (laughs) gotta lift stuff so yeah that that's constantly brought up at stuff like family reunions and stuff and they're just like (laughs) you know what we we need more people in the trades because there's just not enough
0: yeah my dad um he works at the airport like managing the restaurants in one of the terminals And he's always complaining about lack of staff, just like uncommitted staff, which I mean, Mm -hmm. I've never worked in a restaurant, but I've worked customer service before or like a customer-facing job. And to be honest, I wouldn't actually never do it again (laughs) if I had a choice. I would (laughs) never, ever, ever do that again in my life. Like, that is just, it was terrible. (laughs) Yeah so i don't blame them for not showing up or for not being committed because like why would i want to be committed to a job that's like so scary
1: (laughs) yeah that's a good point
0: it's not it i used to work at the ups store people are very serious about their packaging (laughs) 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 oh my gosh it was terrible it was terrible um do you have any bad jobs
1: (laughs) oh man I feel like I shouldn't get started here <laughs> oh man I my my summer job I've been there like was uh, seven summers now wow and it used to be amazing like it used to be like this small close-knit like small family-owned business and like It was amazing. We got pizza every Saturday. Like we would always get like thanked for the good work that we were doing and stuff. And it was just like you felt appreciated there and stuff like that. But over the years, I've seen us grow like a lot bigger. And like, I guess our company just isn't properly handled to manage a lot of the bigger orders and like a lot of that extra stress because honestly, we just don't have the capacity for it. So it's just like it's gotten a lit not a little a lot chaotic um and just like the appreciation of the staff there is a little bit less now and stuff like that so you know it's it used to be an amazing company it's still good like they're still Mm -hmm. they still throw like staff parties and stuff like that but they've definitely declined over the past few years
0: yeah, you know, I would say, like, that's kind of a red flag to me, like, when a workplace is, like, a family. It's like, I don't want to be your family. <laughs> I want to be your employee that gets paid on a regular basis and treated according to proper standards. Um, I don't want you to treat me like my mom. But uh, Yeah, my summer job also was like that, and also, like, all the, like, head staff were, like, 25 years old so (laughs) oh wow (laughs) it was not like the best place and it was a summer camp so it's like very extremely Mm. chaotic and like all the staff are like like I was one of the oldest people (laughs) like it was just not But it was a mess and it was very like we love you like we're we're so friends we're best friends like this is such an amazing and fun place to work like you're gonna have the best time of your life make amazing memories and blah 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 it's like yeah, I guess, but, like, I'm also getting paid pennies. <laughs> and it's disgusting out here, and it's hot, and it's gross, and there's no shelter. Like, when it rained, we would literally just go in, like, the storage shed. Like, it was terrible. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Wow.
0: Yeah. That's a family workplace. I actually did just write an essay about um that, like, family aspect of workplaces and how it hinders – women oh wow it's not good interesting because then like they basically get to be mommy to other people you
1: know right yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah they already like need to be mommy to yourself <laughs> 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 you need to be mommy to yourself to your family if you have one you don't have to make time to be mommy to everyone else like it's one yeah
1: that's like... true mm-hmm
0: Being mommy is a lot of work. I just say the most,
1: like, nonsense things. I I definitely see that, though, because, yeah, there's for sure, like, a split at my workplace. And it was actually always like this. And I've always, like, seen an issue with this, where there's just, like, this clear split, split between, like, the women there and the men. And, like, just the way they're treated. And it's just, yeah, yeah
0: yeah like even at that camp it was like there was one old guy not old but like adult I mean we are, were all no, we weren't all adults most of us were adults but like I don't consider sorry no if you're 25 you're not really an adult he was yeah. like my dad's age so like you're really an adult Um, yeah. but we just dealt with like the logistics stuff like all the other head staff were women like young women and they'd even be like if we, like, if I'm not here, the camp can't run, even though he's there. It's like, oh, okay.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah. Very interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Labor relations.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sticky stuff.
0: Oh, my goodness. Um, so, you're also president of Royal Bramford's mock trial. What does mock trial get up to these days?
1: So, yesterday, we had our jury selection event. And that right. was just like, it just kind of mirrored what happens at a jury selection in like a more informal way. We just It was just like a fun time to like ask questions to jury members. Um, and it was really just a, an event to help people build their question asking skills and like their question um, building skills. Um, but our big event is actually next week, Friday uh, at like one thirty at the courthouse. And it's the actual trial. So we have two cases. There's one criminal case and one civil case. Um, And yeah, we're really excited for it because like our general members have been preparing all term and like we're just reviewing all their like materials now and Mm -hmm. they look amazing. And I'm like getting excited. (laughs) I'm like reading them over and I'm getting like genuinely excited because I'm like when they say this in court this is just going to be like shocker and it's just going to be amazing. (laughs) So I can like play it in my head at this point where I'm like, I can, I can sort of see how it's going to play out in court and I'm just excited for it. So.
0: Yeah, no, that sounds really cool. Um, Are regular students allowed to watch?
1: Oh yeah. You can come as a spectator or a juror. So if you want to help decide the case, then yeah. That is
0: literally so fun. Uh, The courthouse What building is that? I really should know, but I don't.
1: And it's the Superior Court of Justice. It's not the big... There's two courthouses in Brantford. One's, like, across the street. Not across the street. It's, like, sort of beside Carnegie. Like, there's Carnegie. Then there's a church. Then there's that big concrete building. That's not the one we're in. The one we're in is, like, across from that concrete building. And it's, like, right in front of Victoria Park. Um, And it has it's not all concrete it looks a little like more classical architecture yeah
0: okay yeah okay wow that is so fun and fresh um are we allowed to know anything about the cases before we go into it
1: i oh man i can tell you about the criminal case but i was not in charge of like the civil case and I actually haven't read over the civil case in a long time so I can't really okay. give much on that but for the criminal case it's one um, it's actually one that I had done in high school for mock trial so that's like pretty cool because it's just like tying me back to high school getting all those little memories um, but yeah it's pretty much um, this guy was laid off from his job um, and his the person who laid him off the owner of the company was his one of his close friends um, and then they had an interaction at the bar, um, at a bar later that night, um, where they were just playing pool and then they both went out to the back. Um, and then following that, I, I gotta be careful with my words here. Cause I can't like, I can't tell a storyline that, Vic, that like puts one person as like guilty, but following that the owner's body was found, um, in the back, like he was dead. Um, so the employee who was laid off was charged with um assault causing death oh. um, so that's what the trial's on
0: wow that isn't in case
1: yeah and there's a lot um. of like there's a lot of other players in it too so like mm-hmm. there's a cowboy that had like a little altercation with them <laughs> at the bar uh it, a cowboy because it was halloween i should probably like Okay. clarify that <laughs> not just really? not just a random cowboy yeah a cowboy because it was halloween had like an altercation with them at the bar um and then there was some lady who was walking her dog that just like passed by uh and like caught a bunch of like interesting little tidbits of um yeah she just like caught a bunch of interesting things here and there so wow. there's a bunch of ways it could play out so i'm really interested to see how it goes
0: yeah, no, I'm definitely interested to be there and to watch. That. I've never watched a court proceeding in real life, um, and I've never reported on one either. So that'll be fun.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm Back really excited fresh. for
1: it. Oh yeah,
0: are you the judge?
1: I will be for the one case, for the civil case. Oh, my uh, gosh. One of three, because we have me and then one other executive member, and then we have a professor from Law Society who's going to be sitting as judge on both cases.
0: Oh, wow. Official. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I feel like yeah. is that something that Trial always does.
1: Over the past two years, it's been online, but before that, mm. it was in person like that, yeah. But it yeah. is a fairly new I think it was it is a fairly new club. I believe before like the lockdowns and everything, there was it was only there for two years, so
0: okay. Huh. Um, oh my god. Wow, mock trial. Oh, that yeah. is so cool. Like and then you were on mock trial in high in high school. Yeah. Or something similar.
1: Yeah. I was actually first. I was in the law our law class where we did a mock trial, and then I joined the actual competitive team, and we did the Ogen cases, which like we went to the Hamilton, um, courthouse and did actual competitions there with other high schools. So I did that in grade eleven and twelve, and then coming into university, I saw we had a mock trial club. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna join. So then I was general member, um, and then for the first semester and second semester I was general member again but I got cut off by lockdown so there wasn't actually a case that term Uh, and then the next year I just reached out I'm like hey can I be an executive because I really like mock trials and then I got on the executive team and then here I am I'm president now so here you are it's been a fun journey
0: um so do you want to be a lawyer I mean I presume but
1: yeah that's the goal Mm
0: mm-hmm wow and then like what does that even mean like what do you have to do
1: so following undergrad it's law school so that's three years to get my juris doctor and then there is a period of articling after that which is basically just an internship at a law firm uh, and then there's bar exams and then you get um, to be a lawyer so it's a whole wow. process a lot of a lot more school
0: yeah um oh my gosh have you started applying like are you gonna go right into it
1: yeah oh I, applications were due november 1st so they're all in Oh now. my gosh now i'm just waiting stressful did
0: you apply
1: uh osgood which is part of york uh uft ottawa queens and western wow staying in uh, ontario
0: yeah, it was pretty
1: serious
0: I'm kind of tapped out of school. I think <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah, that's so fair. ready to be done. I feel like I've been saying that for like the past year. I'm like I just need to be done and out and over and with my degree mm. run away.
1: I don't mind school. I guess like in my mind, I compare school versus like my summer job, which <laughs> I like school a lot more. So in my mind, wow. I'm just like, you know, what I, I wouldn't mind doing more school. Um, so that's kind of where I'm going with my thought process. And that's kind of what's helped me stay motivated to go back to school more, which is great.
0: Right. Have you always liked school?
1: I can't say I've ever like genuinely hated it. I've always like, yeah, I've always enjoyed it. Obviously, there's not sometimes when it's more stressful, um, but overall, I just enjoy it and like enjoy the community and it's just like it's a fun time yeah i, I feel like i get a lot of hate whenever i say that people um, are like how could you do that and i'm just like I-, I don't know i just kind of i kind of like
0: school um i used to really like school when i was a kid but then like i don't know at a certain point i just i'm so bored i was like i don't want to be here anymore i don't want to learn this stuff oh. but then you go to university to so, like choose what you learn so that's fun i like that um mm-hmm. but i don't know i feel like the what i just i don't know i feel like i'm just over it a little bit but definitely like in the earlier years when there was like a lot more essay writing and things like that i was like i don't like that it's like i'm not writing essays right, when i get my fair. job so like i don't want to be doing that um, and, like, they kind of just go into the void. But now that we're doing more, like, actual journalism, um, I feel like really, like, in touch with it. And I'm right, kind of, like, yeah. eager to, like, just work. Um, and, like, all the job postings are, like, starting in December, starting in January. And I'm, like, I can't do that. And also, I don't have time to have another job. Um, so I'm kind of just, like, ready to go. I don't know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That that's fair, yeah. That's definitely fair.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm also frequenting LinkedIn a lot lately. It's definitely been giving me like a hit of dopamine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like so I, I gotta start looking for a new summer job because I'm hoping to get something law related. Um, yeah but honestly that's a christmas break type of thing because i don't have time for it right now
0: yeah i literally last night i was like uh couldn't sleep and i was like oh my gosh if i want to have a job like when i graduate or at least after summer or for summer i need to start looking now <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like, i it's almost december like i shouldn't start um but then i was like no i'll wait until winter semester like it's Mm -hmm.
1: relax go back to sleep go back to sleep yeah those those late night thoughts always stress me out yeah
0: literally it's not like literally just uh thinking about my future at Mm -hmm.
1: night (laughs) the the amount of times i'm just like sitting there like and then i just like think of something that's like i gotta do this tomorrow and i like i actually like get up in the night grab a grab a notepad in the pitch black and i start like writing it down no idea what it looks like it's always the messiest handwriting ever whenever i look at it the next day but it's just like this little like i gotta do this and then i wake up the next day and if i can figure out what i wrote then usually it's like you know what that was not something that should have stressed me out at all because like it's so minimal like it's something like oh flip your or like go shake your mat out or something like that what yeah (laughs) it's always the most like tiniest thing ever
0: Thank yeah, you I do I feel like I should try that because then maybe if I like write it down then I can just like put it out of my mind and be like fine I'll look at it in the morning and then I'll look at it in the morning and I don't like need to do it um, but I do love to make lists of things that I need to do and then barely do them <laughs> <laughs> I don't know something about making a list like a Christmas list I'm working on my Christmas list right now actually
1: Ooh. it's
0: a PowerPoint um a
1: powerpoint wow <laughs> interesting. i
0: did this last year and i did really well i got basically everything i wanted nothing that i didn't want um, which is usually wow. a problem for me that's not ungrateful but like i feel like if you ask your child for a christmas list you should <laughs> stick to the stuff that's on the list so
1: <laughs> that's true know. yeah
0: um so i figured if i added like visual elements, I personalized it. I made one for my parents. I made one for my boyfriend. It's like, D- you, you can't mess up. It's foolproof.
1: That's true. Yeah. That's a really good idea, huh?
0: <laughs> I was actually getting really stressed out on Thursday because I was trying to make it. Um, and I want noise canceling headphones, but I was like, I don't know which ones are the best. So, like, I was making it, but then I was also like researching noise canceling headphones. And then I went to ask my boyfriend which ones he had. And then I was like, these ones are so expensive. Like, it was just a mess. And then I went onto like, the TELUS website because I was like, maybe I can, like, bundle it, like, get a deal with my phone. And then I was like, actually, you need to upgrade your phone or you're going to have to pay $400 on your next phone bill. So I was like, ah, I need to do oh, that one now. Um so the list has been put on pause, but I did order the new phone. <laughs> um, wow. <yeah.
1: laughs> $400 if you don't get a new phone?
0: Because it was like a trade-in situation. So oh, they, I they want my old phone back. Interesting. Hmm. And it's like hmm. my new phone bill with a new phone is actually $10 cheaper than my current phone bill. Um, and also that like... I don't even want to get into Android versus iPhone.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I oh, man. I don't. that That's a touchy s- topic. Yeah. Looking
0: at the difference, personally, I'm an iPhone user and currently I have an iPhone 12. And I'm like, I know we're on 14, but what's actually the difference between these three phones?
1: Absolutely. I,
0: there isn't one, but I also don't want to pay $100 on my next phone bill, so I'm just going kind to of upgrade. And I'm saving $10 a month now. <laughs>
1: wow interesting
0: um so i guess like the, the i don't know the iphone 13 is not worth as much as the 12 one when like, it came out
1: interesting i didn't know that
0: Phone so politics the tech world i don't know i don't know what's going on over there
1: yeah we talked yeah. about
0: it a lot last week
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. i used to have a huawei and it was yeah. like i loved it and that's just because like I just could take pictures anywhere and they were always amazing pictures because like the camera on that thing was like top tier. Mm-hmm. And now I switched to the Apple and it's like I like Ooh. how it's I like how it's like coordinated because most people just have apples. So it's like iMessage and all those other things. But yeah. I, I miss the camera so much. It's just like whenever I take a camera with or a picture with my iPhone, I'm just like this no, this is not it. I'm not happy with this.
0: Yeah, I've definitely heard that Androids have, or can have, or can have a better camera than um, the iPhone. Although, the last time I had an Android, it was a Samsung Galaxy S3, so I uh. cannot speak to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't really have anything to compare my current camera, too, except for like older iPhones. Right, Yeah um but oh my gosh now we're talking about photography which i did want to talk about photography and i didn't write it down on our list but we came to it anyways and i wanted to ask when did you start getting into photography
1: oh man that's a good question i just i think it would just like happened um Mm. i think it actually happened when i first got my huawei where i'm just like huh this is, a, <laughs> this is a good camera so then i just like started taking random pictures like all over the place um and yeah i just like started enjoying it and then i think i i did create an instagram page for my photography which i don't even think exists anymore because i have not <laughs> touched it in years but from that i just like started taking more photographers and or for taking more pictures um, yeah. and then it just kind of took off and then i found out there is a position for a photographer at the spot next so i'm just like all right i'm gonna do it
0: as you should and and that's how you got here today yeah inspiring um yeah at that summer camp i was a photographer that was my job but i just don't i don't know i don't think of myself that way and i don't think like I know how to use a camera and take pictures and stuff, but I've never been like, yeah, I also take photos. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. It's (laughs) just, I feel like as like a journalist, it's just something that you kind of have to do. And then like the reason why I took that summer camp job was because like, I'd actually worked there before when I was in, when I was like 15 um, as a counselor and i was like i'll never work there again <laughs> um, <laughs> but then when i saw that they were hiring for like their media team like they wanted a photographer and social media person um i was like this is a little bit more in my field i didn't want to work customer service because i don't like people um i'm kidding i do like people i just don't like the people that shop in the middle of the day <laughs> that demographic tends to have some nasty people in there sorry yes yeah Uh. that's fair (laughs) (laughs) and that's i do shop in the middle of the day sometimes when i have to sometimes it's the only time that you can shop but Mm. sometimes the people that have the free shop in the middle of the day are not good people yeah anyways um so yeah i was like let me do that instead and it was fun but Yeah, I definitely, like, learned how to use a camera better because I've taken photography courses here. Um, But it was also during the pandemic, and we didn't really have access to, like, the school's camera, so we were just using our own. So it was, like, good to really get familiar with, like, the SLRs and that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm.
0: And now we have fancy cameras in the office.
1: I honestly I'm still like so new to the whole like fancy camera thing because like I said I started off with just my phone and that's just kind of like I've almost preferred that um I know cameras take so much better photos like even just like now that I've like switched I'm starting to use cameras a lot more the quality of the photos I take are so much better I'm just Mm -hmm. like I'm still getting used to all the little settings and stuff like that so I'm far from a professional photographer in any way it was more just a hobby that then I just like took and I'm like hey I'll I'll volunteer using this but yeah Yeah.
0: no you can definitely do a lot with phone cameras like even in like some of my courses like we shared resources like apps that you can download to like make your phone camera like um like more customizable like like how a dslr camera would have all those settings mm-hmm. um so yeah i don't i don't use them but <laughs> man that'd be cool <laughs> yeah I,
1: something something i used to do actually which still like makes me laugh to this day is there there's like a little attachable lens for that you can put on your camera or on your phone yeah that like helps with like zoom and stuff like that um, but it didn't work on my Huawei because it had three cameras. So I always got my iPod touch and took pictures <laughs> with that. And I would take pictures of like snowflakes, like the tiniest little snowflakes with my iPod. And I'm just like, oh, I don't even know how I'm doing this because it's literally an iPod touch. It should not take pictures in any good quality. But like, yeah. here I am taking a picture of a snowflake. So yeah, yeah it's, wow. it's definitely possible to take good pictures with your phone. right. But...
0: That don't yeah. um let big fancy cameras discourage you.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, and then on Thursday, there was a comedy show on uh, campus, Tinder Tales, and we were both there. And how did you feel about that?
1: <laughs> it was very funny. Honestly, like I I needed that because I'm just like. I feel like i've been really busy lately but like that was just like this fun time and just like really relaxing and like yeah just like a good time to laugh so i had a good time
0: yeah i've never been to a comedy show before um and this is kind of a controversial opinion i feel like but i always said like i'm just not interested in stand-up comedy Mm -hmm. but i feel like that could be like the comedy specials you know that are on like netflix and stuff like that because it's just like the most famous guy that's like not even trying to be funny anymore because he's been <laughs> famous for like 20 years and oh it's, yeah like, i just i don't know i just don't really know and like something about i don't know i don't yeah. know something about it i'm just like it didn't sit right with me but i did enjoy myself um and it was funny but i also feel like it's like because like these are like real people okay how many yes. times can you say like um but no because they are real people like they're young people they're from around the yeah. vicinity um it just felt like more relatable and like real
1: so yeah. real <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Because a lot of their jokes were about like, employment and like stuff like that. And like a lot of it was just like, you know what, like, these are common things that young people struggle with. And like, it's kind of good that they're just like taking that and just like, having a fun time with it, because it's like a common struggle for a lot of us. And like, we're just like taking it and just having fun with it and being able to laugh with it. So it is a good that was a good change of tone. And I, I enjoyed that part of it, too.
0: Yeah, and I feel like we don't really have or haven't had that many events like that before, or at least I haven't been to, because like we're in the same year. Our our first year got cut in half, Um, and then our third year got cut in half. This is our literal first full year on campus, so there's much to be discovered.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, Yeah, the big
0: sorry go ahead
1: (laughs) the the switch from like online to back on campus was actually like really big especially like coming in full force this year with just like clubs and especially like with mock trial it was just like all of a sudden we're like there in person with people and it was like it was so much like better um, but it was also just a lot more work to do and like a lot more that had to be like planned and figured out because you can't just like show up on zoom and then like figure stuff out on the spot because like online kind of lets you do that but you gotta like plan you gotta like book rooms and all that and it was just it was a big process and a big switch so yeah it's nice that we get that like full experience now but it is a lot more like planning and and yeah figuring that out
0: yeah i'm also the president of an association on campus and it is like a lot last year we only did like online events and it was flying mm-hmm. out like just log in and whoever shows up shows up <laughs> but yeah yeah the whole room booking process like weeks in advance it's a lot it's a lot um, to get on top of yeah last thing i wanted to bring up you were in locust whatever community i was in in first year weren't you <laughs> look i feel like it was five i don't know
1: oh man that's a long that feels like so <laughs> long ago oh man Uh, it's, yeah, uh, I'm going to say yes, but I can't Um, say I remember Locust that clearly.
0: Yeah, really? I was on the council, so, like, I was, like, way more involved than everyone else. Like, no one ever showed up to our events. (laughs) But (laughs) but I remember you being there, um, and our advisor, if that's her name, her name was Marlana. Shout out Marlana, if you're listening. And Marika was there, and Hana was there, and Marissa was there. Oh, my gosh yeah everybody wow that's so wild. it actually is so wild to think about like all the people that you meet in first year like doing big things on campus right now
1: yeah that's true wow
0: shout out to you guys (laughs) (laughs) um oh my gosh okay now we can actually wrap up so yeah thanks again um for joining me this has been so fun and fresh um do you have any last words
1: Uh, I don't think so, but thank you so much for having me. It was a really fun time.
0: Oh, my goodness. It always is a fun time, honestly. This is so fun. (laughs) That's so Um, But, yeah, before we go, I just want to say the Sputnik is currently hiring for so many positions. We're looking for a news editor, a news lead writer, an opinion editor, sports editor, social media and web editor, and volunteers always. Um, so if you're interested in joining our amazing team, um, you can send your resume and cover letter to me at eic at thesputnik.ca. Um, and if you'd like to keep up with us, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the.sputnik, Twitter at sputnik underscore news. And you can always pick up your very own personal copy of the Sputnik, um around stands from stands around campus awesome um thank you guys for listening again
1: see you next week